welcome one and all to the Some Thump Snobs podcast with your hosts, Sean Reinert, Matthew Smith, and Jacob Ramos. With our special guest, Nobody. And here's your host, The Snobs. Hi, welcome to Some Film Snobs. My name is Matt Smith. Sean Reinerts. Jacob. <laughs> Sound tired. Steak, sandwich, ASMR. Well, mm. it's been a month. It's been another month. We're really bad at this, aren't we? Oh. Oh, we're great. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> you sound delusional like Kanye West. Are you my Chick-fil-A? Yes, um... I'm gonna call the executive for Payless and tell them that I'm dead. Are you my number one with the lemonade? Steve Jobs is dead. Michael Jackson is dead. I'm dead. <laughs> That's from a weird video at the, some Ellen Where interview. Where the hell is in. this going? Well, anyway... <laughs> nowhere! It's going absolutely nowhere, Sean. Um... We did have a couple things to talk about. I just want to say straight up, because I think this is actually kind of funny, looking back on it. We actually tried recording this the other day, and yeah. we got 14 minutes in, and well, we were like 30 minutes into a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, OBS, which is what we recorded this through, because it's just easier to do. <laughs> it fucking stopped recording 14 minutes in, and I didn't notice it until, like, much later. And... It was one of those moments where, we, uh, like, I, like, I think we all collectively got mad. We were just kind of like, ah, but we didn't care. It didn't help that I then insisted we record uh, me, uh, all of us reacting to the Terminator Dark Fate plot summary. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm coughing so much ahead of time. My allergies are kicking in. But, uh, yep. Watcher. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about a couple things. Um, we're going to talk about Joker. Uh, we've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but we haven't. Um, yeah. Matt wants to talk about Dolomite is my name. Yep. <laughs> the new Eddie Murphy movie. I still haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to watching it yet. And then, uh, let's see, there was some Star Wars news. And, yay! Uh, yay! Oh, did you want to talk about Jesus is King again? <laughs> No, I was just making I was just making a joke. <laughs> well, I mean you talked about it last night when it wasn't working. We, oh yeah, 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 we did. Fuck. What uh, what did you guys talk about? The, the new Kanye West album. No, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kinda interesting seeing a lot of the reactions to it. I'm not a huge um actually you know, let's just talk about that real quick. You mind? Alright, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Imp- improv. So like um I'm. I wouldn't consider myself like a huge Kanye West fan per se. I never really was. Um, but ever since you know I started college and I started to branch out, you know, listening to all different kinds of genres. I really like a lot of the classic Kanye stuff, uh, specifically like Late Registration and College Dropout. Like those albums are classics, hands down. Mm. Uh, mm. I would say his discography is a little. I, I've listened. I haven't listened to all of it. Uh, but this new album came out. Everybody was hyped about it. Um, 
and it's a religious album. It's a reli- it's a Christian hip hop album. And I it's thought, Kanye. okay, this is gonna be interesting because it's it's something I wouldn't expect. It it it, it, it I mean it, it was kind of built. Well, it was definitely unexpected. I felt like everything that's been happening with him has been kind of building up to this point, too, to where he just had such a radical change of genre. Well, it's still hip hop, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Where you just kind of sit there and you're like, huh, okay. So I sat down, I listened to it, and at first I was like, the instrumentals are good. And then I think the lyrics. I think the album at the end of the day, well, I'm just going to say this real quick. The album at the end of the day, I think, is just okay. Um, there's some really good stuff on there. There's some really rough stuff on there. Particularly, there's a track called uh, Close on Sunday. <laughs> there's just something about the lyrics in that track. They, they, they sound, um, I don't know if it's like purposely amateur or what, but like, Close on Sunday... You're my Chick-fil-A. You're my number one with a lemonade. You think that's a problem? You think the fact they mention your favorite chicken-based restaurant <laughs> is a problem? Chick-fil-A has some good food, but as a music lyric, it's confusing as hell, and you're like, what? Well, I guess it kind of requires some knowledge of Christianity <laughs> to understand yeah, that lyric. Yeah. yeah, it does. But it's just, I mean, like, as a songwriting, like, songwriting in general, it's a weird metaphor, and you kind of laugh at it at first, which is what I did. I was like, wait, what is this lyric? I, I thought I was hearing shit. Like, I, I thought I was just, like, coming up with stuff in my mind, and then I listened to it again, I was like, oh no, it was real. <laughs> well, I don't know, I, un- I got it, and I thought it was good. I, don't, I, I listened to it <laughs> just out of curiosity, and I enjoyed it. Like it's not it's not a bad album. I just think it's not for everybody. You know, I I can I can say that I feel pretty comfortable with that. Like I I think it's one thing like I listen to it like once or twice and I don't really think I'm going to go out of my way to listen to it like I do with a lot of his other, you know, albums from his discography. But um it, it's 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 okay. You know. Well, that's good. I think it's it's I think it's very important that we have one's at least one celebrity <laughs> showing variety. Oh yeah, that I do appreciate that a lot. But yeah, it was I thought it was a pretty good album. Give me that I don't, variety. I don't know if I don't know if Matt listened to it. Not particularly no, but I've never really been a <laughs> real rabbit fan of Kanye, so I spread my cough to you. Anyway, um... Yeah, you gave me your disease, fucker. Yeah, allergies are great, but... That was that. I, I don't even remember why we, we talked about it at first. <laughs> it just kind of came up the conversation. <laughs> oh, who dude. knows? Like... Yeah, yeah, it was good. But, uh... I guess we gotta talk about Joker now. I I feel like... We live in a society. My whole month has been talking about this movie, but for every good reason possible. I mean, you have your own video on the subject. We tried recording a review yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, I guess since I've already said stuff on my main channel, check out that video if you can. Self-plug. Anyway. um... Salty is our best policy. (laughs) 
Um, what did you guys think of the movie? I want to hear your thoughts specifically. Uh, really, uh, let me keep this very general. I think it was a very good movie. Um, as a, if you were comparing it to traditional comic book movies, it doesn't really fit in at all. And while I thought it was really good, I hit my mic. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, I thought, well, I thought the film was really good. I don't know if I call it a cinematic revolution, but that's my opinion. Eh, I could see that, I guess. Um, Jacob, what did you think? Uh, I think it's fantastic, just for the cultural impact. And and even on its own as a film, I think it's just the technique and craftsmanship within it is just superb. It's kind of... Uh... It's what it, it's what I've been wanting specific. What I've been wanting. I don't know what you guys want in comic book movies, but it's kind of like what I've been wanting a comic book movie to do for the last five years, and it was to do. It it doesn't it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It, it it feels like it's trying to be its own thing, but it just has like, you know, Joker and stuff like that as like the assets to it. Mm. Honestly, I feel like it is its own thing. Honestly, some, uh, I forget which critic, but I, I agree with them completely on this. It sounded like it, it kind of felt like Todd Phillips wanted to do his own movie about mental health, you know, all this, you know, class struggle and all this shit. And uh, he went to Warner Brothers and was like, "Can I do this?" And they were like, "No." He put it to like a Joker poster they had in the office or something, and was like, "Can I do it with him?" And then they were like, "Yeah, here's fifty-five million dollars." Like, <laughs> um, it's really well done, though. Uh, very uh, accurate to the. Actually, pretty accurate to the time period, surprisingly. Like, oh, really? It, it, it took it took place in the eighties, I believe. Like late yeah, the early late eighties, something 80s? like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And you could tell Todd Phillips throughout this movie really cared about what he was making. Yeah, well, like uh, Jacob and I mentioned this yesterday when we tried recording this. Um, there was like a breakdown video. Was it Vanity Fair? Uh, Think so. There was a breakdown video where he's talking about like the opening scene in the uh, in the city, you know, where Joker gets the sign stolen, gets beaten the fuck out mm-hmm. of. Everybody's seen that scene. Um, yeah. But he's breaking it down. He was like, "Oh yeah." So there was like sky in the background, and I didn't want it there, so we like digitally added buildings or something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the short just show like isolation, and I was like. That's some deep shit. <laughs> but, um... As a movie, I think it's really good. Uh, you could hear more of, like, my thoughts on that theme. Stuff. The only thing I was kind of confused with with the movie at first, I'm a little better with it now, uh, when I first watched it, the whole, uh... Joker... Joke, Arthur, why am I saying Joker? Arthur Fleck. Uh... Had this neighbor... And he had these, like, uh, images in his head about, like, dating her and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. you, fi- you find out at some point that it n- none of that really happened at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And it- it's not, like a, like, a huge problem, per se, but when I first saw it, I was kind of like, what? Like, I just got hit with a brick, and then I, like, came to my senses a couple minutes after. Yeah. I think one of the reasons that criticism is consistent, because it sort of ruins the integrity of the entire work. Because when you have just this one thing that he's imagined, and we've already had prior scenes of him fantasizing what isn't fantasy and what is real. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, don't forget about that scene when, uh, you know, he imagines himself in the crowd of uh, Robert De Niro's show. Yep, exactly. I love that so scene it's, so much. That's a, that's so another... they establish it pretty early on. That's another thing right. about this movie I actually kind of liked. Uh, I just want to say this real quick. Robert uh, De Niro was kind of subdued. Like, he had such a minor role, but, like, it didn't feel like a minor role, you know what I mean? Like, you knew it was Robert De Niro, of course, but, like... It felt it, right. He's an yeah. important character in the story. He's pretty important, yeah, but he isn't, oh, like, Oh, yeah, a, huge. He's not in the majority of the movie, per se, if you really think about it. No, he's not a massive character. Like, he's an important character, but he's not... You yeah, you know. can have important characters that don't have a lot of yeah. screen yeah, exactly time. what we're saying, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the major reason why I love this movie so much is because it just has balls. Um, it just does it once, basically. That, I don't really think it's that violent of a movie. I, I've said no, this. it's not. It really isn't. If you it's can, not a very violent movie. It, the controversy of this movie is fucking stupid. And it doesn't all make of it was sense. stupid. Like, you compare this movie to... The controversy is all by the elites, alright? They want to wash your mind, and it all opens you up, right? It shows you the media's control in the U.S. <laughs> That's what the movie says, man. I'm not even saying anything controversial. No, I know. No, that's not it. But, like, um... Yeah, I was going on a ramble about how it's not a <laughs> driver or any of the older Scorsese films. Well, yeah, like, that. a lot of a lot of people compare that's, this to that's Taxi what Driver. what I was saying. And Taxi Driver, actually, I rewatched it because it was on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Mm. And, it is, okay. uh... It, Taxi Driver is way more violent. Way more. Oh, brutal. definitely, definitely. Like, <clears throat> it, it's kind of interesting seeing like oh, what the the power media has on people when it comes to like the release of this movie specifically. Like, everybody yeah. kind of went from like saying, "Oh, this movie's gonna be great." It got like a ten minute standing ovation, and then people were like, "It's gonna cause violence," you know? People are gonna cause Except Joker uprisings. And I really didn't see what was gonna cause a Joker uprising. It didn't. Because nothing what? in the movie was gonna make you get up and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cause a riot," you know? Exactly. Washington, some shit. The film doesn't say start a riot. Nothing in this film says, "Go ahead, start a riot." That's a good idea. No, that's not what the film's trying to achieve. But you know, people were trying to like, you know, get people to like hate it because it was, you know, it was pointing out a truth. Mm-hmm. It was pointing out a truth that they didn't want out. Yeah, okay. And yeah. They they kind of the, the media kind of fucked themselves. The they lost. <laughs> they lost pretty severely. Yeah, like this move this is a huge success, you know. Yeah, it's You know what this means? I mean, number 1 we'll probably see more uh, <laughs> of these type of movies now. It's number it's it's number 1 highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. <laughs> How much you want to bet Deadpool is going to try and be something like this now? <laughs> I mean, I'm joking, but, like... You know they're gonna make a joke about... Oh, wait, no. Disney probably won't want to mention uh, fucking DC. But anyway. Oh, God, even they're not gonna do themselves that bad. Oh, wait, maybe they they probably will. They already and have. Deadpool's PG-13. Well, anyway. That's not even... That's a rumor, man. That's not even true. It was a joke. Anyway. Um. Well, you know what? It's only a rumor, man. And it's a joke. So... And I'm taking you too seriously now. That's pretty much my final thoughts on Joker. It's probably, probably my favorite film of the year. 
and that's saying a lot. A lot of actually, I've seen a lot of really good films this year. Um, that was a weak year so far, at least. Well, I mean, like, I, out of all the films I've seen, I've I've seen a lot of like really good films. Of course, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think is up there and all that. Um. um yeah. Yeah. I still have to see the lighthouse, the new, uh, the new Edgar film, same guy that did the witch, Jacob. Uh oh, the witch. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson's in it. I know that. And Willem Dafoe. It's. Uh... I really want to see that because I really, I actually really like the witch. So. Um... And I want to see you know how Rob Pattinson's gonna do in this because you know, he's got the scary role of being Batman. He's Batman <laughs> number five hundred. So. He's got a lot of shit on his shoulders. <laughs> poor guy. The poor soul. Yeah, he didn't deserve to be ridiculed so quickly. He, yeah, the Twilight films were a decade ago. Can we leave him alone, please? Yeah. God. But, um... Sorry, I just want to get that out of my system, because yeah. I don't... That's my th oh. final thoughts <laughs> yeah. on the Joker. Great, wait, all right, final thoughts of the Joker. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you guys should go. Just, uh... Let me just read this. Uh, you think killing those guys is funny? <laughs> I do, <laughs> and I'm tired of pretending it's not. Comedy is subjective, Murray. Isn't that what they say? All of you, this system that knows so much, you decide what's right or wrong the same way that you decide what's funny or not. I might, uh, wait, all right, I'm going to skip a little more in the script. <laughs> I'm just, cause, you're just reading, cause, I, wait, yes, cause I know. Yeah. Did you get that online? I kind of want to get it now. No, no, no. <laughs> all right, I'm just getting right here. All right. <coughs> I killed those guys because they were awful. Everybody is awful these days. It's enough to make anyone crazy. Is that your defense, blah, 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 for killing those young men? No. They couldn't carry a tune to save their lives. <laughs> oh, why is everybody so upset about these guys? If it was me dying on the sidewalk, you'd walk right over me. I pass you every day and you don't notice me, but these guys, what, because Thomas Wayne went crying about them on TV? You have a problem with Thomas Wayne? Yes, I do. Have you seen what it's like out there, Murray? Do you ever actually leave the studio? Everybody just yells and screams at each other. Nobody's civil anymore. <coughs> Nobody thinks what it's like to be the other guy. You think of men like Thomas Wayne? Ever think what it's like to be someone like me? To be somebody but themselves? They don't. They think that we'll just sit there and take it. Like good little boys, that we won't wear a wolf and go wild. You finished? I mean, there's so much self-pity, Arthur. You sound like you're making excuses for killing those young men. Not everybody, and I tell you this, not everybody's awful. You're awful, Murray. <laughs> me? <laughs> Mom awful? How am I awful? my video fighting me in this show you just wanted to make fun of me you're just like the rest of them 
you don't know the first thing about me, pal. Look what happened because of what you did. What it led to. There are riots out there. Two policemen are in critical condition. You're laughing. You're laughing. Someone was killed today because of what you did. I know. How about another joke, Marie? No, I think I had enough of your jokes. What do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and treats him like trash? I'll tell you what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. And that's the final line in the film. That whole final scene tells you what the whole fucking movie's about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm, now I'm gonna cause an uprising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. FBI don't hunt me down. It's just a BB. It's just an empty BB. It's a prop gun, I swear. Uh, it's... But, like, uh, the, one, the lines I just want to linger on... Isn't that what all of you say? This system that knows so much. You decide what's right or wrong. <coughs> and what's funny. So it's, it's that, basically. That's, that's one of the most important lines in the theme of the film, I think. Oh, yeah. I feel like the whole movie is important. Mm. Uh, I, it's... Especially if I'm just saying, if you want to, like, that's what I, I could hear Matt getting a little hissy thing, and I'm like, conspiracy theory, but that's exa- exactly what the movie theory. was saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, that's not it. It just. I want to say my piece, and uh, I've been sitting here. Yeah, you could That's say, why I'm hopping and popping. You could say that's it. That's where the hopping and popping's coming from. It's just. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, patience is a virtue I both have and then lose occasionally. Oh, time to cause an uprising. Alright, have fun with it. I won't be waiting for you. Yeet. Alright, are we done with Joker, though? Uh, I mean, I didn't get to <coughs> do my final thoughts. Basically, yeah. like I said earlier, it's a great film, but yeah, I don't really think it's gonna... I think it's a good film. That's what I'm gonna leave it at. Great film. Not the cinematic revolution everybody else here thinks it is, to me. And personally, my favorite film of the year was Rocketman. So, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Alright. <laughs> well, um, definitely gonna be destroying. a Blu-ray by day one. Actually, I, I you I, are. I've worked Same. out a deal. I've worked out a deal with my friend. This is actually funny. My, my, so he buys the Blu-ray 4K. I'm going. I buy 4K because I watch 4K. I have a 4K TV and all that. He buys the 4K. Yep. I get the disc. I get the disc, the case, and everything. But he gets the digital code on the inside his voodoo account. That's fine. I don't use those digital codes anyway. Hmm. <coughs> so, best deal on earth. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, Nick. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, I guess we're done with Joker. Yeah. What was I mean, next? Well, Matt uh, wants to talk about uh, Dolomite is my name. Oh, I'll make this... Uh... Simple. Basically, Dolma is my name is like Ed Wood as opposed to the Disaster Artist. Where where Disaster Artist was kind of like a tragic story about this guy that, you know, yeah, he made a bad movie and he was terrible on set and just it was a whole disaster. Um, while Dolmite may not be considered a cinematic classic by any means, it's at least an entertaining movie and the production was semi smooth compared to The Room. And Rudy Ray Moore is not Tommy Wiseau, meaning he's not as mysterious and he's not as uh, 
you know, mysterious. But no, I mean, it, it was a really good film. Eddie Murphy's performance was incredible. Wesby Snipes was really good in it, too. Actually, just the whole cast was really good in this movie. Um, alright, that's it. Um, yeah. Actually, you were, I mean, you were telling me the original Dolomite film was on Prime, right? Yeah. The movie's entertaining as all hell. It's not, it's not uh, good by any means, but it's entertaining as all no, hell. exactly what I mean. Um, but... That's why I say it's more like an Ed Wood thing, because it's more like yeah. a tribute to Rudy Ray Moore and, yeah. like, real love letter to his work as opposed to Disaster Artist, which... I mean, he has, he has the greatest album cover of all time. No, true, yeah. Your pussy is mine. <laughs> Just look yes. up. Yes. Jacob, I'll send you a picture of that fucking album cover. It is hilarious. I... I, I mean, I'm it doing must that be. right now. But yeah, so... Making sure OBS is still recording. Um, do you guys want to start shilling? Sure. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Star Wars! Don't you guys like Star Wars? No, not really. I mean, I do, and I, I don't like the current state of Star Wars. What happened? I feel like I'm the only one who just doesn't care about Star Wars at all. I don't care. No, I, I mean, don't care anymore. I like uh, Star Wars, but this wasn't something I was obsessed with. And frankly, I figured that once the first Star Wars movie was out, that was it. That's the end of it. They don't need more. Jacob, What's did the you, point? Did you get the? Did you get the image? What image? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. No, but go to your direct messages. What is this album cover? That's Rudy Ray Moore. Oh my god. <laughs> Beautiful. But yeah, so, uh... Star Wars, <laughs> The Rise of a Dead Man. The Rise of Sue. Uh... <laughs> the Rise of Snorwalker. The retconning of the rebels being dead. Yeah, because Disney's frankly... asshole. This is kind of uh, like in Game of Thrones. when. Crusty. All the Dothraki killed themselves, and then the next episode, they were back. Oh, good. Game of Thrones reference. Is this, is this feeling I have the same people most people had with the feeling of the Game of Thrones ending? Probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's disappointment. Only yeah. except yeah. <laughs> from, imagine episode 7 and 8 were <laughs> amazing, but episode 9 was the like epitome of dog shit. That's more Game of Thrones was. It was like up to this. Like everything like, up until the end was great. Yes, exactly. There you go. Mm. I, because here's the thing, though, Sean. I don't know how Palpatine's going to be back. How the fuck do they resurrect Palpatine? Money. Can someone? No, no. Okay. Can someone give me a real theory on why that? How he's going to come back? Uh, and I don't no mean. One's, no one's. If you resurrect, the real reason is money. We guys, 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 that. guys, guys. No one's ever really gone. I feel like if you resurrect them too, it's like. What was the point in Snoke? Yeah, and or also like. Or snorkel. Whatever then does the does evil really ever end in Star War, in the Star Wars franchise? Does that mean it will really be gone. in Episode 10, 11, and twelve? Like what? Stopping from Snoke coming back? Oh, you know, Matt. In like just... another 10, 15, 20 years, they're gonna do another sequel trilogy. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. You, you think they're gonna wait ten years? 
Disney's ten. Probably wait like five years after this trilogy. Yeah, I'm being being a little next year. I'm being a little generous. (laughs) Next year we're suddenly gonna see uh, Star Wars ten in theaters next year. You're like, what? There's another one, and it has to. It's just the story of Jar Jar. (laughs) Jar Jar Binks was cryogenically frozen in carbonite. Jar Jar Binks' granddaughter or something. Or it's just Jar Jar Binks at the end of episode and then he, three. He's like he was... all old and crippled in a wheelchair, and he's just like, "Misa, you don't shit." Misa to old. Right, so Jar Jar is the ten, eleven, twelve big villain. <laughs> he's yeah, already he's... villain. No, I'm just kidding. He's gonna be in episode eleven. <laughs> well, I mean, 11, he's 12. the one who handed over emergency powers to Palpatine, Palpatine. Yeah. to oh. allow him to create. To he allow him to create the villain. totalitarian regime Wait a of minute. the Empire. What if, what if Disney's just tricking everybody? Wait, what if, wait a what minute. If, what if they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's the Emperor, but then at the very end it just reveals like a, a fucking force ghost or something? Dude, fucking... if you wanna, alright, if you really <laughs> wanna understand, if you wanna understand the Star Wars trilogy on a like adult political level, just look up Alex Jones <laughs> explains the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> Oh no! I'm not even joking. He actually puts it in a like. That is a, that is actually political. a really funny video. It's very funny, but oh it's God. it also explains like what's actually happening <laughs> in the movies. Like like somebody took the time and they were like, okay, let's analyze from a American political perspective of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. I have the time. Well, that's what Alex Jones did in that yeah. little video. <laughs> But it's 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 funny. Uh, Honestly, if you think about it, the prequels is is George Lucas criticizing the Bush administration. <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap! If I could stop d- dying. Oh. But the court were litter media. If I do die, no one's ever really gone. Yeah. Sean, you'll be. Listen, Sean, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna resurrect you in some film styles with some CG faces, man. You're gonna get a CG face and a really bad impersonator. You'll be just like Pierre Cushing. Don't worry. All our respect, brother. We did it. Out of all our disrespect, Sean. All I want you guys to do is disrespect me when I die. Don't worry, that's what the CG puppet's for. Anyway, um... You know how when they did... Okay, so when all when uh, Ridley Scott did uh, Gladiator, Oliver Reed died in the middle of production, or near the end of production, they had to use a CG double for those couple of scenes, or at least one scene. can't remember what, how many. I didn't actually know uh, that. Yeah, so we're going to do that, and Sean, your CG double will be doing the Harlem Shake and Gundam style and all the irrelevant meme dances over the years. He'll make you... It'll make you die twice. <clears throat> Somebody insert you that. that image of like the blinking, uh, the blinking guy, that 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 blinking guy meme where he's like, the gin- like the ginger guy, the ginger guy, yeah. He's like mm. blinking. He like looks towards the camera and he's just like, really? That's that's my face. That's a meme that's like not really died. It's like lived on <laughs> for a while. It's, it's going to live. It's in the Hall of Fame. Well, um, it's, is it in the reaction meme Hall of Fame, like where it's used as a reaction? Game? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was just, I was just making shit up, but uh, 
Uh, I'm saying like the memorable memes they just get regularly used as like gif reactions. Yeah, but like um, I guess yeah. Back to Star Wars real quick, just to end it off. I don't care. Trailer retconning. Or as um, never have I seen a trailer retcon two films. Not only did it retcon the fact that all the rebels died in eight, but it also retconned episode six. <laughs> Well, have I, have I actually, like, have we even talked about The Last Jedi? Like, no, not our, really. Our, our, like, Ooh, a, a, not since the review, which was, like, over a year ago. We did a did we do a no, review we of it? Did we? We never did. We never reviewed it? Shut, Jacob, that was in 2017, I believe. And then, oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. We, we started our first in 2018, so, duh. Yeah, our only Star Wars video is Solo. Oh, the one that oh, I yeah. about. Oh, yeah. My name is... I don't have any people. Uh, you're solo, then. That's right. My people are so... I am a solo. Weird ginger Han. kid. Han so... Don't... What? Weird ginger cool. kid. Cool, cool. Um, I am Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, Jacob. <laughs> uh, episode 8, though... I think well, I think we've like kind of re regurgitated like a, a minor version of what we thought though a lot of times. Basically, yeah. episode eight is fine, nothing special. I don't hate it, I don't love it, and as I wrote, sorry, it's okay. I I was just gonna tell about how I wrote a parody script thing relating to Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah, that. Well, um... Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ryan Johnson, that new film's coming out. Uh, Knives Out. Just taking a poll quickly. Who's going to see it? Not because uh, I don't like Ryan Johnson, but I just don't care. I'm just like, eh, cool. I'll uh, watch it when it no, comes okay. out. I'm, like, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to see I'm, it. I'm not going to see it, probably. I'm probably going to be the only one who sees it then. That's fine. Not because I don't want to, per se. Like, uh, I don't hate Ryan Johnson for Last Jedi. I don't. I think his yeah, reaction was a little childish, but... Yeah, well, you know. What can you do? I think... That, like, if Last Jedi, honestly, I think it's like, it, as a Star Wars movie, it's fine. But if you just take it like out of the Star Wars universe, it's awful. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I was gonna, yeah. say, I was gonna say it's kind of like the other way around for me. Like, oh, okay. As well, well, sort of. As a movie on its own, it's confusing as hell. Uh, but. As a Star Wars movie, I have really, really, have really high standards. Like, four and five are like peak Star Wars to me. I mean, six, two to an extent, but morally four and yeah. five. Oh, this kind of reminds me of. I, I think but, we all have that kind of thing. Yeah. As the a Star Wars is, movie, if I'm yeah. going by Star Wars standards, I know this is kind of like a little biased here. It's not that good. It's okay, but it's. Not great. It's not good. Though, I mean, it's listen, just Sean. Like, it's, to me, it's even just, the prequels somehow kind of there. Like, we have prequel moments like uh, Mar Mar Mary Poppins Leia, Super Leia, whatever you want to call it. That scene where Leia in space flies, <laughs> or how we randomly added a plot point where you know starships can just use light speed to destroy other fleets and shit. 
Don't disrespect her plan. She had purple hair. Yeah, that's yeah. I run that into the ground. But that's that's uh. All the other rebels were so yeah. stupid that no one ever thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that. That's literally what I was thinking. Like when that came on screen, I was like, "What the? F Nobody ever thought of this before." Like, and why? Why are the like the fucking? Why uh, I'm thinking like in the original trilogy, the Death Star, like they're like a fucking terrorist organization. They couldn't hire like suicide, like <laughs> like uh. Light speeders, now, suicide light speeders to fucking destroy ships. They just didn't <laughs> like think about what. That. It wasn't in the budget. I don't know what. Like where the hell was that established? Mm. Like <laughs> I don't know. Ryan Johnson thought, ah, oh, cool imagery, must do it. Doesn't matter if it fucks continuity up. It's like James Cameron. Um, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it breaks the continuity. He'll just do what he wants. Uh, can't wait for Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and you get like the idea. the uh, original X-Men Fox timeline. Oh, oh don't, don't get me started don't on that. Don't even get me started. I mean, Brian Singer left a, a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and fuck a little boy. Or, well, actually, even after Dave's Future no Pass, they fucked it up again. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, that fucking timeline is shit. Is no one going to acknowledge what I said? <laughs> no. Am I that boring to you? That I mean, I, I mean, don't know what you said. He said he made a joke about Brian Singer raping a little boy. Yep. What? Wasn't even that funny. In fact, honestly, I don't even feel good saying it. That was a James Gunn level, alright, man? <laughs> I know that. I'm self-aware enough to know that. You're fired. Yeah, I'm fired. Jeremy Renner's fine, but fire James fuck, Gunn, that's fuck, cool. Fuck this shit, I miss you. You're rehired. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, All the PR blew over. We'll take you back now, James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Suck <laughs> my Bob Iger cock. Uh, Alright, well, that was good. Dark jokes are, they have their place, and that wasn't really one of them, Weinstein really. Weinstein me, baby. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's somehow more appropriate than what I said. Anyway... <laughs> anyway, this went off the rails. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess ending the Star Wars topic, we just don't care. Sure. All right. What's next? <laughs> uh, well, Matt, you wanted to do like a movie corner <clears throat> segment. Uh, so Matt's movie corner. Let's talk about some Mel Brooks because Mel. I watched a couple Mel Brooks movies recently. <laughs> Oh boy, I got a couple things to say about them. Uh, well, I watched The Twelve Chairs. Um, I've had the Smell Brooks collection for a few years now, but I same never one. watched the movie. Hmm? I have the same one. Yeah, great set. Uh, I never watched the movie Twelve Chairs until very recently, and I'm very glad I did, because I really liked it. Uh, the basic plot is there's this guy, Ron Moody, that's the actor, not the character. Um... He, his mother-in-law is dying. And he is told that she left her jewels, these very valuable <laughs> jewels, in one of a set of 12 chairs. So now Ron Moody has to find what, that chair to get the jewels to get the money. And at the same time, Dom DeLuise, as a priest, um, found out about this first by using... Uh, you know, confession to get this out. Use confession for his own personal gain. And meanwhile, Frank Langella, who's a con man, 
gets involved with Ron Moody. And Mel Brooks is the servant of Ron Moody back in the past, and it's a whole thing. Mainly, the main adventure focuses on Dom DeLuise, and that's Team A, and Franklin Jilla plus Ron Moody, that's Team B. They're trying to get this one chair. That's the whole movie. And I'm explaining it so awfully, but it is a much better movie to watch than it is to hear some 20-something explain. <coughs> um, it's a funny movie, but it's not like a typical Mel Brooks movie. Or maybe, for me at least. But still, a very well-paced movie. And something I've noticed by watching some of his movies, they're never really longer than 90 minutes. He yeah, doesn't have very long like, movies. That was like standard comedy. Like No, yeah, no, I might... I'm just, it's just an observation. Um, another Mel Brooks movie I saw recently, uh, Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles. Um, I love it so much, I have a DVD copy of it. I have two Blu-rays of it. Actually, I think I have two DVDs and two Blu-rays. And one was a hand-me-down DVD, because somebody got the, a Blu-ray of it somehow. Uh, and before that, I had the DVD as well. And then I bought the 40th anniversary Blu-ray version, then bought the Mel Brooks collection, which had the movie in it. <coughs> and honestly, Blazing Saddles is just a very funny movie. <coughs> um, while they all die of cancer. Um, we're going to talk about Philadelphia. Whee! Don't smoke, kids. Philadelphia. I got a hole in my throat. Philadelphia. It's a really well-made movie. And Tom Hanks is great in it, and so is Denzel. They're both really good in the movie. They work well together, and I think the story is very impactful. And uh, what else? Uh, I also rewatched recently *An American Werewolf in London* for fun. And uh, yeah, really, I really enjoyed watching it again. You know, big surprise. Um, I still really like the movie, and it hold, holds up really well after all this time. And you know, it's funny. <clears throat> Have you guys ever seen my review of it when I did when I was in Mage Media? Oh, should we talk about that? <laughs> Let's get this I, out of the I way. I feel like people need context. Okay, so... Let me explain this. I got this. Okay, so... Basically, for Snobble, we want to do a fun concept, and for me, I figured that what if we were in an alternate universe where some film snobs didn't exist? So... This would have been my brand had that not happened. It would have been Turnstiles Productions, Turnstiles Movies, and basically, it's continuation <clears throat> of my former review style of Mage Media, but mixed in with some film snobs, because I do like certain elements of my Red Snobs reviews. When I was doing reviews on Mage Media, it was a college brand for a class. So it was yes, very clean, um, very censored. Well, let me just add this, Matt, for context. Uh -huh. We had Go ahead. A, we, it was called it was called Com 108. It was a production class um, and a it post production, was... a quote post production class. But what it really was for our classes, um, we took the same. Make a social media brand. Was make a social media brand, and it failed horribly. Oh God, did ever? I mean, all the here's the Yay. thing. There was a there was a social media brand called Operation Chow. They, don't, they, they did post recently, like, in June of this year. They did? They're still and, alive? Yeah, somewhat. And last year they were kind of active. Um, but pretty much all the brands died in at the end of the semester in 2017, except for my brand, Mage Media. We limped our way into September 
through technicalities. Matt was because the, technically it was a, a one-man show. It was Matt. <laughs> yeah, basically, it was supposed to be all of them, like adding talk about video games, talk about nerdy culture. But basically, it became Matt Smith rambles about movies, <clears> kind of <throat> like you know, but at least we have two other voices to argue with me, which is yeah, nice because what, what I, I have to what, back myself up now. Basically, to sum it up, sum it up though, what this like video was we released recently was like a parody of that. So it's kind of like of that. it's an inside and it's also, an inside joke, really. <laughs> and okay, basically, it was also an attempt to be another genuine review because I never liked the way I reviewed back then. And I mean, when I started doing Red Snobs, I basically did Mage Media, but slightly more advanced. Because if you watch the Mage video, I have a character section which really wasn't needed. And when I did positives and negatives, I just sort of stated them, but I never really backed them up very well. <clears throat> and it really annoyed me, so I wanted to do that movie again. And uh, the one big difference I noticed when comparing uh, the current video we have and the original video, it's the way I talk about the shower sex in the Merrick Wolf in London. <laughs> Seriously, that, that makes a huge difference, because when <laughs> I did the Mage video, when I did the Mage video, it was uh, college brand, so I wanted to keep it semi-clean, basically fully clean. So I had to be sex to be, doesn't exist, kids. Basically, I had to pussyfoot around or you know uh, klutz around it awkwardly, and I called it a night of fun while flashing David and Alex wearing the same shirt to Did imply that a, they like a Fight Club where you like do the one frame of a dick. <laughs> uh, that would have been really clever, Jacob. Honestly. But like, I wasn't like, keep it very hidden somewhere. Like Jacob, I wasn't clever enough to do that back then. I'm, you know, I don't even think I do it now, just because I'm scared of that I, video game. I, I, forget, so I forget which video, but I, 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 it was a video on Film Stars, right? Like the video was four minutes and twenty seconds long, and in the last frame, I added a picture of the Chronic album cover. <clears throat> I can tell you which one. It was the update video. It was. It was the update video. We were telling uh, everybody about this. Okay, basically, okay. I, I don't know, I so, made that pretty quick. Anyway. In in no. the mage in the original mage video, that's the thing. I sort of I made a cutesy explanation for sex while flashing the image of Alex and uh David in the same shirt back and forth to imply and like the, it's sex. In this new review, I just go right out and say, after a night of shower sex. That's how you know things have changed. I'm more direct in these reviews now. Part of it is because, uh... <laughs> well, the thing is, you're not limited by a bunch of bullshit rules. Well, I'm not... Because I'm not part of a college brand, because it's not a college thing, it's not associated with the school, it doesn't really matter what we do now. Within reason. Yeah, but, but, you know? I, but, am gonna, I am gonna summarize just a video real quick. Uh, that, that's on the channel. Yeah. Um, it basically... <laughs> if, you, if you watch the Halloween special, which this podcast came out before, but I don't know... Uh, some people like to listen to it like a couple days after it comes out. I don't know. Um, the Halloween special, <clears throat> when the twist comes in the Halloween special, it's a four-hour special. It's a marathon. Uh, it's a movie marathon. Once the twist comes at the end, you'll realize why Matt's video exists on the channel. It all makes sense. It wasn't just random bullshit. Everything been... is planned. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um. Indeed. Well. Anyway. Um. Basically. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> with me? Having orgasms in the podcast? Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. Uh, 
Oh, that uprising, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh get me more views. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> like a goat. Meh. Uh. Meh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about? Like, any up? Because I do have a couple updates I want to do. Well, maybe. I want to talk about some major news, and we've been going over this for a while. It's been kind of behind yeah, the scenes. Right. You have seen some stuff on Instagram and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, big news. Filming for uh, our, sh our short film we're making that uh, you've seen every now and again on our social medias is going to commence yeah. during our... Well, we're, we're all in college, so I can say that. During our winter break, we're going to shoot some scenes during the winter. And then we're going to yeah. shoot some of it during the summer. I don't know how exactly, like, when this is coming out, per se, but probably at the end of next year. Yeah. I want to say fall, but that might be being a little too hopeful. Maybe, but, you know, who knows? Especially due to my, like, limitations and all that. Here's yeah, the no, thing. I, I totally Here's understand. Here's the thing. We're shooting this super low budget. We are a bunch of broke <laughs> motherfuckers, so we are using everything we can to our advantage. Exactly. Um, I mean, I'm probably going to be taking over a cinematographer <laughs> for some of this because I'm not in the whole film. It's very. I feel like I, feel like I should do that because at least I have a purpose. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to give more details when. Uh, you know. Things oh yeah, no, we'll coming, discuss but, this later. Yeah, this is not something for now. I just wanted to tell everybody. Yes, it is happening at this point. We and hey, a, listen, while we're while we're announcing, I'm in the middle, stuff. In the middle of storyboarding right now. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm still working on my short film, my other separate short film. So that's that. Um, can't really give you much detail on that, except that it is at least moving. So there's a positive. Uh, there's also another one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, Snobmas. Mary Snobmas is back next this year. What does it say next year? Yeah, it finally. It is in garbage. Not this year. Uh, it's going to be... I'm not gonna, I'll give you a little bit of something. Basically, it's going to be two episodes from me, and that's mainly it. Unless Sean or Jacob like add something. But there is no, Probably another Spongebob like, the thing episode, is, but I don't know. If you don't mind me getting involved in that, that'd be great, because I have a couple episodes I like. But really, honestly, I'm not gonna, there's no overarching story with, Snob with Snobmas, I mean. There's no overarching story with Snobmas. So, um... Anything's open interpretation. Anything's open. So yeah, um, there is another project in the works <laughs> related to Snobmas. Boys, do you remember last year when we tried filming a special for Snobmas? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, oh. it's coming out. It's coming out. That it's coming out. Horror film of a Christmas special. It's gonna come out. I don't know when, and but it's coming film, out. I mean, it's bad. So, oh, it's it, here's the thing. It's our room. But honestly, it's so entertaining. I just like, the, end, not I, just like I just like the ending where you like half ass beat the shit out of me, and it doesn't look like you're beating the shit out of me at all. Well, don't spoil the ending, man. I mean, you already did. Too late. I have bad reaction. Who cares? To that. <laughs> you're right. Not everybody. It doesn't really matter. Basically, last year we tried to film a Christmas special of uh, for uh, Snobmas. And it was going to be It's a Wonderful Life, and we had all the sketches, and then we looked at the footage, and I wasn't satisfied with it. So I decided to go with a different thing, where I just did a simple, plain red snob. 
I thought the footage was gone. I find out that isn't gone. And I say, you know what? I want to make an edit of this <laughs> as an archive video, and that's what it's going to be. It's still garbage, but it's at least acknowledged that it's garbage. It's entertaining. It's very entertaining. But it's not, like, the highest quality work. But it's Far still entertaining, and it's an archive. Because here's the thing. If we can allow the very first episode of some film snubs on our channel, we can allow garbage like this. And that includes maybe even the Die Hard review. Appreciate it, Matt. Don't worry, our garbage... Don't worry, our garbage will be coming out very soon. Uh, oh, yeah, but still... Um... So basically, really... go over the big announcements. Uh, Snobbween, uh is going on still. Uh, the final cut is being worked on. Uh, Snobmas 2019 is in the works. And the old Snobmas 2018 special will be out at the end of the year, probably. Somewhere around that time. <clears throat> but wait, well, that's how we're going to kick off the new... That's how we're going to kick off the la this year. We're going to kick it off with uh, Garbage. Anyway, Perfect. Anyway, that was a ramble and a half. Yeah. Um. Jesus Christ. There wasn't. There really wasn't much. Uh, movie news per se. I mean, no, not we, really. We, we pretty much covered it. Um. Yeah, I think we're good. I mean, we talked about Joker. We talked about. Yeah. Um. All might. All might for a little bit. Uh, I thought we talked shit. about Star Wars. Now since that went on too long, I'm making horrible jokes. Yes, you are, and I made some All right, jokes. We're, do we're good then, this is it. Yep. I, I guess that's it for this month, so, uh... Yeah. How long is it? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, we're still recording. I'm, so we'll okay, well, let's get, the, let's get the outro out of the way. Um, well, goodbye, everybody. My name is Joaquin Phoenix. That fuck, you stole my name. I'm gonna cause... I'm fucking done. That was Sean, um, Ravioli. And, um... My Halloween costume is Kurt Cobain, motherfuckers. Alright, well... And my name's Jared Leto. <laughs> well, that was it. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, Jared Leto, and Kurt Cobain. Thank you all. Good night.